0: This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzzi is brought to you by Gass Tabernagal Christian Family Church. We hope you have having an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Well, uh, you know, I, I trust that we are now online on Facebook, you know, so we, we will make sure that we are, we are going through. So all of you on uh, Facebook, you are all welcome. Even as you log in, uh, you are all welcome. And so we want to thank God that God is making it possible that we could interact with you, you know, that we could be together. And I believe that the presence of God is in this place. God is helping us in this place. God is, you know, his presence is uh, just there over every technological Uh, issue everything that is going fine I speak right now that all is well in the name of Jesus Christ so we want to thank God right now that we are all in so thank you so much I guess that you're all joining in and that you're all in uh, the program so once again all of you that we lost on Facebook you're welcome and uh you haven't missed much and so it was still greeting so we're looking forward to uh to to a great time together now maybe i don't know the people on facebook if they heard you your requests maybe you would like to even as you speak loud so that they can hear you
1: amen Um, My request is that before you ask your question, please um, type in a question mark so that I can identify which one is a question and which one is a comment because on our Facebook live or yeah, all our lives we have questions and yeah, so sometimes I get confused because um, some questions, they have statements before and I would think that that's a, Comment. comment
0: instead mm-hmm. of a question. So please write a question mark before your question. Yes, so that's what we, uh, we're trying to, you know, to make sure that we don't miss your, your, your question. So before you, you type in your question, you just put a question mark and then from there you write, uh, you type out your, your question, then we'll know that this is the question. And so the Lord will bless you. So you're all welcome. Thank you so much for joining in wherever that you're joining in. And remember, all your comments, I always read them. And I am blessed and I'm encouraged by those comments. And I thank God also for those that are sending me personal messages. I always read them and appreciate you for that. You know, that is encouraging. You know, when you... When you, uh, uh, you are online and you don't have a feedback, uh, you just do it by faith. But when you get a feedback of how much God is blessing and touching the lives of people, it also encourages you, you know, that, yes, you heard from God, yes, you are doing well, and that is great. So maybe before we start, we can say a word of prayer and God will bless us. Father, be with us even also tonight as we go through this. We ask you that you lead and guide us by your Spirit. Lord, we are trusting on your ability. We are trusting on the supernatural recall of the Word of God. We pray that, God, when everything is said and done, you will be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Do we
1: have a question? Yes, I would like to ask a question. So Apostle David, do you see that we have we're going through this coronavirus issue mm-hmm. and a lot of people are asking, is this an indication to the end times? You know, the Bible talks about um, such things that are happening currently that they're going to happen at the yeah, mm-hmm. during the end times. So yeah, is this an indication? Is, is it the end of the world? Yes, is it the end of the world?
0: Well, uh, what I can say here, that uh, coronavirus, this pandemic that it's happening now, I don't uh, don't necessarily, I don't think, you know, I I cannot say definitive, but I don't think that this is the end of the world, you know. But I believe that uh, this is a wake-up call to the church. I believe that God has allowed this so that the church can wake up. And uh, I believe that we'll go through this period, you know, that we will we will be over uh, this period. And then from there, I believe that there's going to be an, an open window that God will give us uh, to preach the word. You know, because when you read, in Matthew 24 verse 14 the Bible says what Jesus talking about the end times says that this gospel shall be preached to all nation yeah and so that is why I'm so much blessed that we are able to go online we're all, all uh, able to preach the Word of God online we're all able to touch many lives online and that the way is spreading know and i'm so much encouraged as i go through social media i see so many pastors are preaching you know i get in the word out that's all that is needed you know and that actually every person must be preaching and so uh of course for now this is what i believe i believe that the spirit of coronavirus you know i see it in two ways firstly it's giving us an opportunity to reach to those that are able to be online, you know, to minister to them and to bring the word into their lives. And secondly, it's giving us opportunity, those that are not preaching, you know, it's a time of of refreshing. It's a time of storing in. You know, I remember the prophet Elijah who was afraid Uh, of, uh, you know, uh, Jezebel, Jezebel threatened him, and he was scared, he was scared, and he went to hide, and God appeared, and God gave him food, and he said that, eat, you know, and he, he ate, and then he slept again, God said, wake up and eat again, you know, because you will go for... And you know for 40 days in the strength of this food and so i believe that this period for all of us christians is a time whereby we are to refresh we are to you know get our faith up we are to motivate ourselves you know and i believe that immediately after the lockdown after you know we have gone through this period of the corona of coronavirus of the pandi- pandemic, I believe that uh, we need to hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. You know, because for now we are reaching those that are able to go online. Mm-hmm. You know, but we are having so many people that are not able to go online, mm-hmm. and of course we are doing our best to send the voice notes to them. You know, but it's not everybody who has a phone that can receive a voice mm-hmm. note. And so uh, there's a majority of the population that is not connected and hearing the way. So we're just depending on giving them a call and so forth. But I believe that after this period, that everyone will have an opportunity to go out there and reach those people with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so that is why I believe that you know, it's a it's a period, you know, firstly of uh, preaching the gospel, secondly of rejuvenating spiritual, you know, that after this pandemic, we'll be able to go out there in the strength of the Lord, in the power of the Lord. You know, I'm so much encouraged with uh, people that are going out, they're doing a great work. I'm thinking of uh, you know pastor I mean Apostle Nelson Bobela uh, who is who, reaching to the villages you know going I mean he posted the other day of how they went for them to go to the other village they had to go on a you know on a rope and you know cross uh, 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 across the river you know because there are no roads that goes to that community I mean this is a uh, great I'm thinking also of maybe Apostle Vincent Loate, you know, who has left his uh, church in town and he has now spread out, you know, through his leaders to communities that are outside, to uh, the, the, you know, informal settlement, you know, starting churches there and, you know, getting people, getting the way there. I'm thinking also of, uh, Pastors Eddie and Stella, uh, you know, that are, that are also reaching out to different communities, the mine towns and so forth. You know, that that is what is needed. Uh, actually, the church should be decentralized, you know. And so after this pandemic, we need to be going out there into villages, big or small, you know, into towns forsaken or popular, you know, into every area and preach the gospel, you know, what is key here is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, uh, maybe in closing on this matter, the Bible says that Jesus went to cities and villages, you know, so he didn't leave one outside, he went to the cities, he went also to the villages, you know, and so, uh, now we might be concentrating on cities, those that could hear the word. But after the pandemic, I believe that we need to be going to the villages and touching those people with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: Amen. Wow. Amen. Um, you were talking during this week, you were talking about abiding in the Holy Spirit. Yes. So one may ask, um, I'm praying for a love. Partner, yeah, and uh, I don't know if this is the one.
0: Yeah, yes. I know mean, if asking the yeah. question. Yes. Okay, uh, well, uh, how do you know that this is the right life life partner? Well, uh, you know, firstly, God, when when He brings the person that you are to marry, you you it, it will be confirmed in your heart. Now, what is important is that now. Uh, Let me say this, that is why it's so critical to always be in the Word and also to be in prayer. Because your spirit is more sensitive to the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And so, when the right person comes, you will know in your heart that this is the right person. You will be at peace with it, you know, uh, you will uh, be settled in your heart that this is the, the right person. And that is the person that you will go, you know, go ahead and and be in relationship with. Mm -hmm. And always we need to be confessing, God, I believe that you are leading me to the right person. God, I believe that you are leading me to the right person. Because wrong people could come, you know, and, you know, uh, wherever there is is unselfishness, there is fighting, you know, uh, and all... All things, maybe going into the the flesh, and you know, uh, and 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 it's all about the flesh. It's all about uh, things that are taking you away from God. Then you know that this is not the right person for you, because when you're married, the person will definitely take you away from God. You know, Pastor Luis, I like to say this: that the person that you sin with will sin against you later on. The person that you're still with today, you know, is the person that can steal from you later on. So, also, uh, for those that are engaged, you know, what you do during that time is very critical, you know, because if if, if you are not faithful to God in your relationship, then also when you're married, what's going to happen is uh, it would be easier for that person to be unfaithful with another person. So it's very much important that we, we keep our your relationship pure, you know, before God, you know, that we don't get ourselves drawn into whereby we will be tempted. You know, we need to respect that because that is very much important.
1: And that also goes for friendships, business partners. Should we also consult that with God? Yes, definitely.
0: Yes, for uh, business, you know, to be involved in business, business partners, you know, to be, to relate to uh, people closely of course you need to be led by god that is very much important that you follow the guidance of god you be sensitive to god yeah you know? and so you might uh, start and in the in a way in your heart you listen to your heart god uh, do you want me to go this road you know god do you want me to uh, do this so it's very much important to depend upon god amen,
1: amen see that people are shying away from asking questions yeah so please do ask your questions amen amen do we have
0: questions also on youtube
1: on youtube i can't check the comments are not showing okay all
0: right all right so uh, for those that are on youtube you can flip over to facebook and then uh, you ask your questions so we're waiting for your questions you know, everybody say, oh, I wish so and so could ask, a, uh, uh, somebody can ask a question about this. No, you ask it, yeah, and we will answer it. And God bless you. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Do we have any other question?
1: No, Apostle. <laughs> okay. So do we have
0: comments maybe that people, oh, okay. uh, you know, are stating so that we can, you know, also share some comments whatever that you can pick yes. up yes
1: um but Lisa, says, but saying, she's commenting her comments is true the church should be decentralized and accessible for all
0: accessible mm-hmm. for all that is very much important accessible for all that mm-hmm. uh, everybody has a right to be a christian everybody has a right to be born again everybody has a right okay. to To be a child, to hear the good news, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody has a right to do that.
1: Yes, and then others are agreeing and saying amen, Apostle, to what you're talking about. Yes, Yes.
0: amen. So we we thank God. You know, we are living in exciting times. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm happy and excited really about what God is doing and uh, how God is moving by his Spirit. And uh, so we need to really follow the guidance and the leading of the Holy Spirit in our lives, especially in these times, to be sensitive to to God, to be sensitive to the leading of, of the Holy Spirit. It's very much important And to follow God. You see, what is important is that uh, we need to always focus on God, you know, always focus on Uh, what is key with God you know, what is important with God and we are safe when we are in the hands of God when we are in the middle of the will and the plan of God we are safe and so that is why we need to make sure that we guard against anything that would want to distract us from uh, the center of the will of God and so we need to always make sure that And I need to make sure that I am in the will of God, that I'm working in the will of God, that I'm doing what God has called me to do, you know, that I do not share away from uh, the plan and the purpose of God and for, uh, uh, you know, for my life. So that is very much important.
1: Amen. Amen. Uh, Mama Raka is asking, how important or beneficial is it to pray for pastors and leaders at our churches?
0: It's, it's very much important, uh, you praying for your pastor, it's very much important because they are in the front line, you know, just like as a government is concerned about people that are in the front line, you know, the doctors and the nurses and making sure that uh, they are well protected. And so pastors are like that spiritually. You know pastors are in the front line you know anyone who's preaching the way the attacks of the devil are so much you know because the devil knows that if i can take out this one yeah you know, then i know uh, i have taken out maybe tens of or 50 of them or hundreds of them you know, and so he that's why the pastor will be the aim you know the target uh, that the devil would want to to bring, and so instead of criticizing the pastor, pray for the pastor. You know, instead of maybe talking bad about the pastor, your pastor, you know, pray for your pastor. Bring them before God. When you pray for the pastor, you are bringing a shield of protection. You know that whatever is not of God, the pastor would be protected uh, away from that. And so it's very much important, brethren, to always pray for your pastor. You know, the the battle is not against flesh and blood, but the battle is against spirits. It's against principalities and powers, you know, dominions. That's what we are fighting against. So uh, it's it's very critical that uh, we cover our pastors in prayer you know our spiritual leaders in prayer we pray for them pray for their protection pray for a uh, guide god's guidance upon their lives we pray that they would be led by the spirit of god because if a pastor can just go astray i mean a possibility of leading multitudes that astray it's it's so much so we need to always be covering them uh, in prayer and I must say this that I really appreciate people that are always praying for me mm-hmm. you know I might not know them but at times I move in the anointing and I know that it's because people are praying for me mm-hmm. you know are bringing me before God mm-hmm. and bringing for, uh, us before God so I really appreciate all of you that are praying for us you're doing a great thing and so God bless you even as you do that as you continue that
1: Amen. And then says, Colofalo is asking, what are the three greatest struggles you are facing right now, now that we are in lockdown?
0: The greatest struggles. Now, uh, the greatest struggle is, uh, you know, I, I would say that, you know, seeking to stay in the plan of God. Because there are so many voices, there are so many uh, things that are, that are being said, uh, so many ideas out there, so many things that are happening, and so it's so easy that uh, maybe you go on that tangent, or you go on that direction, you know, but what is critical, or what I am really looking at is, uh, what is God saying mm-hmm. to me? Uh, what is critical uh, you know it's what God what is your will you know in the situation and and what do you want me to do you know how do you want me to go forward and so the critical and the most important prayer that we should be praying all of us is praying about your destiny you know praying about your destiny. Yes, we know that we should be ready for Jesus to come at any time, you know, but we need to be praying for your destiny. That God, definitely you didn't bring me here on earth just to occupy space, you know. But there is something that you want me to do. There is something that you want me to, how you want me to touch lives. And so pray about that. And so I would say that that is the most important thing. other things are minor really you know issues of uh you know i am concerned about the body of christ you know christians how are they doing that's why i am always contacting uh, pastors resident pastors you know are the, the the christians doing well especially about those that are in the villages those that are Uh, maybe uh, not well off, you know, are they all well taken care of, you know, making sure that uh, they are taken care of. So that is my concern. My concern is for the brethren, you know, the second concern is for the uh, brethren uh, that are they doing well, you know. I'm always praying for the brethren that even those that we might not be able to be in contact with or to touch, but that you know they would do well wherever uh, they are and so we believe that god will will bless them and we are doing our part you know this week we have been uh, you know buying food and packaging them and i guess that uh, people media team will post some of the uh, uh, photos uh, on our facebook page you know that uh, people would see that we are really doing our best. Tomorrow I'm on my way to Bilabila. bilabela Bila, I'm coming tomorrow. Wow. You know, I'm taking, you know, the food parcels there. Mm. And, uh, you know, and, you know, you and, know, and, and we are, so we are doing all of that. And also, uh, you know, we are also touching people in Zimbabwe. You know, mm. Zimbabwe and Zimbabwe. You know we're making efforts today i've been really working on you know how can we get help through and th- uh, thank god that you know i've done all that i was supposed to do is just you know waiting for the approval you know which i believe that tomorrow morning we'll get the approval and mm-hmm. so we'll be able to send through uh, the help to the brethren in zimbabwe you know and there will be help right there and so mm-hmm we we uh we uh my heart is you see i am not okay mm. if my next brother and sister is not okay i cannot be okay mm. if the other one is not okay we should all be okay mm. you know so that's what i can say yeah and
1: then one may I ask how can i give towards this movement
0: well uh, the banking details are right there in our uh, uh, Facebook page and also on our uh, the, our our Facebook page it's God's Tabernacle CFC uh, and then our website it's um, you know it's cfcburkina.com so you can get all the details there you know transfer and also the methods of of giving they are all there you know transfer the money and uh you know we'll be able to do that and let me say also thank you to all of you who have been giving and supporting and tithing. Uh, we 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 couldn't we couldn't do this by by any you know in any other way but uh, we are you know it's all because of your generosity so that is why we are able to go out there and you know help people and make sure that Uh, people are well off. Of course, the government is doing something, Mm -hmm. you know, but when we speak to the uh, you know, councillors and and, and others, they will tell us that yes, the uh, president has promised food but we don't have it as yet. Mm -hmm. And so hunger won't be waiting until food comes. Mm -hmm. So we have to be doing what we can Mm -hmm. and so we are doing our best really to help people uh, out there that are in need, and by God's grace, we are managing.
1: Amen. 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 Um, was asking, how can you convince a child to understand the word of God?
0: Well, uh, the Bible says that train up a child in the way that he should go. When he's old, he will never depart from that. Mm-hmm. You know, so that we are to train up children in the way uh, that we uh, he should go. So every child, it's our responsibility as parents to to train our children in the way of the Lord. You know, train our children in uh, the way they should go. You know, and and so how do we train your cho- your child? You know, you 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 train by 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 giving your child the way. You know, praying for your child and teaching. The Bible stories and teaching the child about God and also guarding what is he watching mm-hmm. you know protecting the child because you might be sowing seed and the enemy might be coming and sowing you know tests and weeds and you find that when the child grows he's confused mm-hmm. doesn't know really what should I be doing so you need to also protect the child that you can you can't uh, go that route you can't watch this you can't be exposed to this you know that is not right and uh, when they ask questions then you explain why is it not right mm-hmm. you know and so you train up a child that way and and the child will get to know uh you know will grow up in the word of god
1: amen, amen. um Miss as is asking hello apostol Okay, Mateo is asking, I want to understand what did Jesus mean in Matthew 16 verse 28 when he tells his disciples that some of them shall not taste death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom? Well, it's a good
0: question. You know, uh, now, in all Gospels, uh think must be, I'm not sure if it's all four of them, or it's, or it's three of them, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it's four Gospels. Now, that scripture, where Jesus said that some of you will never see death until you see the coming of the Lord, uh, uh, you know, the, you know uh, the glory of God upon uh, you know the Son of God. All of them, after that, you look at what follows. And what follows is that, like in chapter 16, I think, in chapter 17, verse 1, it will talk about transfiguration, you know. So actually, six days, you know, others stay clear? Six days after Jesus said those words, yeah, you know, that uh, three of them, John, Peter, and, uh, you know, John, uh, it's, it's John, Peter, and James went with Jesus to the mount, what we know as Mount of Transfiguration. You know. And while they were there, the glory of God descended. Uh, and they saw Moses and Elijah speaking with Jesus. Uh, and it was amazing. And they heard the voice of God. God said that this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And so this is not talking about the end time. You know but this was fulfilled uh, six days after jesus said it mm-hmm. so that is what jesus was referring to right there
1: wow. and i let do is asking at what age would one be encouraged to start a church or be in full-time ministry
0: at what age can I, if i understand the question the question is what age can one go out into ministry?
1: Yes, full time
0: yes. Full-time ministry. Well, uh, the earlier the better.
1: Mm.
0: You know, the earlier the better. I, w- I went into full time ministry at age 23. You know, and I'm grateful forever. I'll forever be grateful to Apostle Theo, you know, who didn't look down at me but saw the anointing and the gifting of God mm. you know, and saw the potential rather. In my life, you know, and that he could come and uh, bring me in under his arm and train me in ministry, you know, as I was around and seeing how he does ministry and so forth. And for me, that was an uh, advantage, you know? And so, uh, the earlier the better, you know. So, uh, don't uh, waste your energy doing, you know, gallivanting everywhere and doing everything. And when you're old and tired, you say, I think I will go for full-time ministry. You know, God is not, uh, you know, they're only wanting the retirees, you know, people that have retired. God wants people really that are still fresh, that still have energy, you know, to be trained for ministry and to go out there for for ministry. So
1: that's your desire for the...
0: And it's my desire for that every you, mm. you know, would go for ministry. You know, the earlier, the better. Now, how would that happen is that we should train them while they are still young. Mm. You know, that you can be a cell leader at age 16. You know, mm. you can be an elder at age 18, for instance. Mm. You know, you can go into ministry at age 20. Mm. You know, I mean, Timothy, Paul says that let no one look down or despise uh, that you are youth. He was a young person, you know, but he went into ministry, and when Paul started a powerful uh, church in Ephesus, Ephesus was a cosmopolitan city, a great city whereby ships from all directions were coming and were meeting there. So it was, it was more like uh, Johannesburg or, you know, all these big cities and, and Paul started a church there, and he saw it, he said that, you know what, Timothy will take care of the church, a young person. And so he was telling him while he was pastoring that church that let no one look down or despise you because you are a young person. Mm-hmm. You know? And so young people, are really, uh, I would love young people to you know, use their energy for the kingdom of God. And if possible, so be it. You yes. know? And of course, that does not mean that old people should not be in ministry. Mm-hmm. You know? But they should be in ministry, but the younger, the better. I mean, look at now, uh, with this lockdown, they say, if you're 60 years and above, stay at <laughs> home. You yes. know? So, uh, But young people, they say you can go, you can uh, be everywhere, preach mm-hmm. the gospel. So if we have trained them, While the 60 and above are staying at home, uh, they would be going out there and doing ministry. Mm -hmm. And not only that, you know, uh, Jesus, I mean, the Bible in the Old Testament, the priests were to be in office, I think at age, um, is it 25 or 20, uh, until 50. Mm -hmm. You know, at 50, they were to retire. You know, Uh, yeah, so... The priests in the Old Testament, they were below 50. You know, at 50, they retire. And so, uh, really, the younger, the better, you know. So, yeah, that's one which sh- I should say. Yes. yes.
1: And then Pastor Dike is asking, between rapture and the mark of the beast, which one will come first? Well, when again, Christians suffer under the rulership of Antichrist before rapture?
0: Well, uh, you know, the, 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 the example that we have, I always talk about this. It's in the Old Testament, you know. And what we see in the Old Testament during the time of Noah, yeah, is that uh, the flood killed people. Yeah, but before the, the flood came, God warned his people through Noah. And what happened? God took people. Out of uh, those Noah and his family because they were uh, believing in God, he took them out and he took them into the ark and he sealed the door. You know, so God saved them before he unleashed Israel, before uh, you know, destruction came. And uh, the second uh, example also it's about Lords. Lord. Uh, Lord was in Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, a wicked city, wicked cities and but the angel of God went there, the angels of God went there and rescued Lord and his family yeah. you know, out of the city before destruction came. Yeah. And so we see here that God will always uh, rescue his children before destruction came. And so Uh, what I see is that the mark of the beast could be introduced introduced, but not forced you know Mm -hmm. but when now it becomes a force you know that everyone must have the mark of the beast at that time God would have rescued his children so meaning rapture will happen you know so that is why every child of God must make sure that he is in the rapture you know, because if you stay, uh, you have to be, f- you will remain behind and face, uh, you know, the Antichrist, face uh, uh, that you receive the mark of the beast. You know, because no one will be able to sell and buy without the mark of the beast. And so that's what will happen. And
1: then, Amen. And then um, in the same shia as us, the same Yes. I love the book of James 1 verse 2. The scripture has taught me to be strong and remain firm in the Lord because when my faith is tested, it produces perseverance. This is a comment. Yes. yes. That's
0: very good because the Bible says that rejoice, you know, when you are persecuted, you know, when there are challenges. Don't be moaning and say, Oh, you know, why is this happening to me? Oh, why me? You know, that's the time you need to be rejoicing, knowing this Amen. that God is on your side. You know, you are a child of God. God will never leave you nor forsake you, but God will be there for you. Amen.
1: Amen. And then, um, says Alcee's asking someone is no longer sure if they are on the right track when they pray and confess the word. Stand before God in repentance for any sin in the heart, but some challenges um, persist. What is the advice and what could be the challenge? Well, uh,
0: the Bible says that God answers uh, prayer. And so, uh, you know, when we pray and we use our faith, we stand on the fact that God answers prayer. And so God will answer the prayer. And so when you, you are standing steadfast, you know, you're standing steadfast, you know, Paul talks about that uh, there was a messenger of Satan who was given to him because of the revelation that he had. You know, uh, uh, and, and so he asked God three times to remove the messenger of Satan thorn in the flesh, he talks about. And so the Bible says that, you know, even when he had thorn in the flesh, what happened is uh, God said, my grace is sufficient for you. you know, so the grace of God, it's always sufficient for us, even when we meet challenges. And so the best thing to do is to, you know, praise God and say, God, I thank you that you're taking care of this. God, I thank you. You know, praise and worship. I'm, I'm not talking about just singing alone, uh, uh, you know, song. but I'm talking about from your heart. You have an attitude that, God, I know that you're taking care of this. I know that you're meeting my needs. I know that you are healing my body. You have healed my body. You know, I know that my family is at peace. I know that, you know, my children are doing well. You just praise God in the midst of the negativity yeah i mean look at abraham he uh, 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 you know he was dead but he thanked god romans 4 uh, talks about that that he, he thanked god in the midst of challenges so i would say that praise god now at times we we are so much uh, into god why is this happening this is the third day now i haven't received my answer you know that is not the right way of doing things you know but the 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 right way is thank god that god you are doing it you are taking care of me you know irrespective of what is happening
1: okay. yeah and then pastor Dugo was asking how important is it to keep the fellowship with the holy spirit alive daily than to seek Him only when you face
0: challenges. Yes. yes. Yeah, it is important that we uh, seek the fellowship of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in our lives, always. You know, always that we seek God and we fellowship with Him. And you see, God is not like, uh, it's not like a spare wheel. Yes. You know, a spare will, you use it only when yes. you are in trouble. Yeah, but uh, you know, God is not a spare wheel. It's one of the four wheels, you know, and uh, actually He is the the main wheel. Yeah. 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 And so uh, we should always be fellowshipping, training ourselves in fellowshipping, and you know, praying unto God, worshiping Him, reading the way, and it's so much important. And you will see that. Uh, you 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 just become a better person yeah. and so also when challenges come already you know that oh uh, god has already spoken to me about this he has warned me about this i need to uh, avoid this i need to do this and and so forth so it's very much important that we do that yes and then um Andy
1: blessing is asking can the devil know what i'm thinking
0: and Is the devil omnipresent? No, the devil is not omnipresent. Oh, uh, it God is the only one who's omnipresent. Now, when we talk about omnipresent, we say he's everywhere, mm-hmm. you know. So, God is the only one who's everywhere God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, uh, and they are everywhere they can be everywhere they are not only omnipresent but they are omniscient they they know everything and so the devil does not know everything you know the devil uh, let me put it this way every created being Mm -hmm. does not know everything yeah and so uh, like even us uh, christians or people we only know what god chooses to reveal us yeah we don't know everything you know we only know what god chooses to reveal to us and so uh, the devil does not know everything and so he cannot read our thoughts you know he can bring thoughts in our minds and then accuse us as if those thoughts were ours Ours. you know but he cannot be Reading, oh, this is what you're thinking, but the Holy Spirit knows also our thoughts, you know. So, mm. yeah, that is my answer to that.
1: Yes. and then it says he's asking, What's the interpretation of the parable in Matthew 20 about the labors? Yeah, labors
0: about the uh, yes, yeah, labours. about the labor, lab, uh, yeah, who went out and you know some uh, those who were hired i think that's what he's talking about uh, those who were hired at different uh, uh, you know different time and uh, there were those who were hired in the morning there were those who were hired in the uh, during the day those who were hired in the evening those who were hired just before knockoff you know and so forth now uh Now, the interpretation of all parables are in the whole of a parable, you know, you don't take segments of it and interpret it. Uh, And uh, when we study about uh, the interpretation of the Bible, you know, when we look at the parables, you look at the whole of a parable, you know, because uh, the message is in the whole of a parable. You know, and you look at what Jesus said in the at the end and what he was saying in the beginning and so if I look at that uh, Jesus really was talking about that uh, you know God is he, he chooses to do as he wishes mm. you know and that we as individual we should not complain and say god why have you blessed that one but may you have uh, you have not blessed me uh, that we need to every one of us must relate to God, you know, uh, individually, not based on oh so and so is God is relating to so and so like that, you know, but you have a personal relationship with God.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, how can you encourage a young person who faces reject, rejection from his family or parents for his faith?
0: Well, uh, it is so common, uh, especially those that are first time saved in their families, you know, first generation Christians in their families, that, uh, you know, the family would not understand what you have received. They will be thinking that, oh, what is this? uh, I mean, a good example would be about your mom you know, Pastor Luisa, Pastor Luisa faced, you know, really challenge right at the beginning, you know, from the parents, from the family, they are saying, you know, what religion are you bringing here? Now, thank God that they didn't do, the, uh, the family really didn't, you know, go to a worse situation you know, but there was some rest, uh, restrictions, you know, that you are not supposed to be meeting with this Basalwani, You are not supposed to uh, go home. to, you know, and 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 so forth. Yeah. And so yes, people, we meet such t- uh, challenges, you know, and uh, but it's so much important to stay true to the word of God. Now we need to understand that every child. We do what it's required of us to do at home, you know. We should not, uh, like, avoid doing our chores in the name of Christianity or I'm going to church. That is wrong. You know, we must do our chores. We must do what we're required to do. And when it's time to go to church, then we know that we have done our duties. We have uh, washed uh, wash the dishes. We have, you know, clean the house or whatever it's required of us that we need to be doing that so that uh, parents will, you know, have a problem with that. Now, there are also those that are told that this we don't want in our house. This salvation. Now, I would encourage you that you stay firm, you know, in what you believe. Uh, you stay firm that. This is what uh, you believe. I remember at home uh, that when I got saved, and I know that my mom and my uh, siblings are, are watching this program now, you know, but they would all attest of, of this that uh, you know that that uh, when 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 we were supposed, you know, there was a, a traditional healer who who came. You know, to to do, uh, you know, more like to protect the house and and so forth. And now I knew that I'm born again. I cannot be involved in that. And so I told my parents that, I'm sorry, I cannot uh, be involved in that. And actually, my mom will uh, remember this, that I said to her, I said, I want you to watch me and see that I will be protected you know, that God will take care of me. And I didn't know that my mother, you know, took those words to her and that when she got saved, you know, one of the words that she said that really blessed me was this, that my child, it is true that God, your God is real, you know. Uh And so when you stand firm in salvation, in what you believe, definitely God will You know, manifest himself, the parents and the family will see that, you know, what you have received is the truth.
1: Mm. Amen. Amen. Um, David Pujant is asking, um, you mentioned the other day about us carrying our own oil. Mm. What if all the departments that are active on Sundays in church are not where my heart is? And where my heart is is during the week. Is only done by older people. Should I then join any team for the sake of serving?
0: Well, uh, serving we're serving at different uh, levels. You know, yes, you can serve during the week. You know that there's no, uh, there's no. It's not a must that okay on Sunday, I must serve. You know, if my ministry. It's not uh, doing on Sunday. It's not uh, there on Sunday, but during the week, you know, I can be involved in my ministry. Then I go ahead and uh, and and do what what I sense. This is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know. But that does not mean now that you don't come to church. Of course, you come to church. You know, you fellowship with the brethren. You know, and uh, you do that. Yes, so that's what you get.
1: And then says, "Mamu asking, is it right for Christians to have tattoos or body piercings?"
0: Oh, body piercing, <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> Personally, I don't like them, but that's my preference. I don't like them. Now, the Bible is quiet about it. Now, this is this is what I can, you know. I'm busy, by the way. I'm busy writing a book on the New Testament believer you know and now what i can say maybe to give you a, a a preview a sneak preview on it is this that uh you know the new testament believer uh it's 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 of the heart you know it's not outside you know it's not physical but it's spiritual you know so the relationship with god is spiritual and so, um, yeah, so of course, when a person does a tattoo, you know, he stays with that person for life. So when a person gets saved and he has done a tattoo, uh, I, cannot, I cannot say that, oh, you, we can't fellowship with you because you've got a tattoo. Uh, but we continue fellowshipping, we continue because he's a, he's a child of God, just like any other person. You know, people that are condemning might have done even the worst sins, uh, you know, worst things. You know, tattoo would be nothing compared to what it, uh, they, they might have done, but God forgave them. And so also with the issue of a tattoo, you know, I know that uh, so so we don't judge a person because he has a tattoo, you know, or uh, pierce the... You know, uh, you know the body parts of the body and so forth. You know, and what what happens is that when we grow in God, we realize that you know some lifestyle are not necessary. Actually, they become a hindrance for the gospel. You know, and so uh, it's it's uh, the, the the what matters is what is in the heart. You know, and so that's what we need to be focusing.
1: And then Mama Lili is asking, is it a good thing or not to find yourself praying more in tongues than in a old language?
0: Well, Paul says that I pray in tongues more than you are. You know, so you pray in tongues. Now, when you pray in tongues, you're praying the perfect will of God. And you're praying from your spirit. Your spirit is praying and praying unto God. And so it's really a good thing, you know, to pray in tongues, and personally I pray in tongues uh, more than I pray in understanding, you know, and, and as I pray in tongues, now what happens, at times you find that your mind is just deviating, your mind is uh, getting, and, and, and I would deliberately now switch on to understanding. And uh, so that I can be able to stay focused on what I am praying. And another thing is that as I pray in tongues at times, God would give me a word. You know, there would be a word of prophecy that would come in my prayer time. And so as I come now into understanding, you'll find that it's a prophecy. You know, it's something God wanted me to pray along these lines. And so it is a good thing to pray in tongues. And most of the time, and you know, it's 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 very good, yeah, because you're praying direct from your spirit.
1: Amen. Um, people are now commenting on what you've been saying. Yes. And Mama Lele commented and said, "The young people should indeed feel the desire to serve the Lord now." Yes. I have been desiring to take the gospel to the street corners, but it looks like my age is catching up with me.
0: Yes. Yeah. You know, but. It's never too late, uh, Pastor Lele, because what you're doing in prisons is a great work, you know, going out there, ministering to people. It's a great ministry, you know, and your testimony, your book that you have written, it's a great book. Uh, now, if you don't have, uh, you know, you don't know about the book, uh, uh, Pastor Lele wrote a book. You know, she was a drug uh, uh, not really drug, um, think, you know, uh, drug, music. uh drug, drug mule, you know, and, and, yeah, taking drugs, and she, so she was caught when she went to Bermuda, and she was there for a number of years in prison, arrested, yeah, and she just got a presidential uh, pardon, that's why she went out, but she got saved. Uh, you know, while well, there and powerful testimony, really, and amen. you know, that so. So, I think you're doing it a great way, you know. Yes, I agree with you that the younger the better, but also, as in our old age, we can do more for God, amen. amen. Mm-hmm. Um, more comments
1: are coming in, and says. Lofalo saying, I have experienced this from my family. She's commenting from the rejection Okay. Yeah, yes. yes. Yeah. I experienced this from my family when I took a step to follow and what I believe as opposed to what they believed in. Yes.
0: yeah, And also, uh, we need to understand that uh, we, we should keep on loving our family members because all of us we were blind yeah and so when we are blind spiritually we don't see the good in christianity you know because the god of this world blinded has blinded our eyes and so we need to understand those people our family members maybe who uh, don't understand christianity that uh, it is not out of their own you know it's just that they their eyes are not yet open so we need to continue praying for them, continue loving them, continue, uh, you know, interceding for them, and uh, loving them will will win them over to the Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Amen. And then I was just asking, why do people have to struggle when God sees they are forgiven? Wow.
0: Hey, I didn't know that uh, time has gone so much, you know, but it has been great. Why are people struggling uh, when they, when God says that they have been forgiven, you see, forgiveness is not a feeling. Forgiveness, it's a fact. Uh, when God says, "I forgive you," I forgive you. I don't have to feel forgiven. You know, I need to take it by faith and take it, you know, that God has forgiven me. You know, and and that's it. You know, and so. Uh, Some things are uh, decisions that we take that, uh, you know, God, you say that I have forgiven. Because the devil will keep on uh, sending messages to you that, oh, but, you know, this thing, uh, this is an unpardonable sin. God won't forgive you. You You're a worse sinner. Trying to condemn you. Romans 8 verse 1 says that there is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ, so we need to reject uh, condemnation. Come against condemnation. That I will never uh, receive. I will never embrace any condemnation. I have been forgiven by Jesus Christ. You know, I, uh, you know, we will be praying just in a moment. I sense the power of the presence of God, and so I just want to pray for you. But I want to say this before. You know, I was speaking to Pastor. It's Pastor Mapoto you know, who said something so powerful, you know, and I've been meditating about it. You know, we're talking about contentment, you know, to be content, you know, and he, say, he said this, he said that uh, contentment is a decision, you know. It's not that I will be content only when I have this and this and this because those goalposts keep on changing. You know, but contentment is a decision. You know, you decide that I I will be content. So, that is exact. Some things are a decision. So, also, forgiveness, receiving forgiveness from God, it's a decision that I receive forgiveness of God. God has forgiven me, you know, and that's it. And you walk in that. You know, you want to say something?
1: Yes, there's one more question. Yes, yes you would allow. Uh, Mama Ngele asking, what do we do or say to lesbians or gays who claim to be born again? Is it acceptable before God? Well, uh, the Bible clearly
0: tells us in the book of Romans chapter 1 that, uh, you know, it's against people that are, you know, attracted to each other. Man to man and woman to woman. I'm just quoting the scripture here Mm -hmm. You know and the Bible says that God says that I he gave them up to reprobate mine you know and so uh, The Bible is against that and also Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed because of such activities, you know, the judgment of God came Upon those two cities, because of that judge of of, of that uh, activities. Now, uh, what what did, that is the word of God. I choose to believe the word of God. I choose to walk by the word of God. And so, if the word of God says it's wrong, I cannot change it. God is love. Yes, God is love. You know, but God has stated in this way that He does not want this, and so. Uh, 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 you know, God wants everybody to come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. So it does not matter our background. You know, the main thing is that we need to come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, irrespective of our background. And so uh, we should be reaching out to all people, you know, and uh, bringing salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And of course, as much as it's wrong, for a, a man and a woman to sleep together without being married. It's wrong for men to man to be in a relationship, for women and, and, and woman to be in a relationship. They are all equally wrong, mm-hmm. you know. So we have to reach to all of them and say that receive Christ. And now when you have received Christ, you will change your lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know. You will now begin to live according to what God has approved in His way, Amen. Amen. That is great. I want to pray for you right now wherever you are. Father, I pray for everyone listening and watching this program. I pray for a gra- the grace of God to come upon them in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that God, they would be touched by the power of God, by the anointing of God. I pray that the grace of God would rest upon their lives. I pray that mighty god you would elevate them father even as we have spoken about a window that you have opened for us lord to be rejuvenated in spirit to be energized in the spirit i pray that god you touch your people that God, spiritually, they would be revived. That God, those who don't know you, they would come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that everyone would save you, would live for you, would be committed to you, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you, mighty God, for doing that by your spirit, in Jesus' name. I declare that it is well with all of you, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, amen. Thank you so much for watching this program today. And we are really enjoying it, enjoying your questions. And the Lord bless you even as we uh, continue to serve God and to do the will of God. And as we continue to uh, be, be, uh, be soldiers of the cross, you know, being out there and serving God. God bless you. I love you. And remember... That we're all praying for you and praying that God's grace be upon your life. So we will meet tomorrow, same time, six o'clock in the evening, and God will bless you. Thank you so much for watching tonight. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzzi. Also, Visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com God richly bless you.